Hi, hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name is Kate. Hi, how's it going? I'm doing great, Kate. How are you? Me too. I'm we've, good. We've both had cold brews before this, so we're a bit wired. A bit buzzed, yeah. <laughs> I do nothing if not keep you caffeinated. Yeah, also slightly earlier than usual, and I also was in work all day, so... I'm not like half fallen asleep. Most ideal conditions. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is good because it's our 10th episode. How exciting. Yeah, 10. Double digits. I don't think we've ever been this consistent with anything. No, <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, I'm very, really proud of us for keeping up. And like, we've had things like on where we've had to like yeah. move recording days or like change things up a bit and pre-record. Yeah, we've still we've both... put out additional episodes. Yeah, we've just been on it. Honestly, who do we think we are? You must be so proud of us all. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, you don't know how lucky you are that we're consistent. Because <laughs> <laughs> this could have totally been something after like the fourth episode where you've gone, ah, oh, we'll just we'll just skip next week. It's fine. Like, yeah, but no. I'm like determined now. Yeah, here we're, we are. We're doing good. We did have something a little a little more different planned initially for this week's episode. But due to scheduling, we are just going to have a regular episode. But there should be a fun little crossover with our... I always want to say sister podcast. That's because it is. Parent podcast? Ah, <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> <laughs> our sibling podcast? Well, it's a sister podcast. No one ever says brother podcast yeah true it's like sister podcast it's like a sister ship yeah but then again are all ships female probably i mean all cars seem to be female yeah no it's definitely our sister show yeah so our sister podcast which is the intercontinental breakfast which the lovely breffney and nathan run so yeah we were going to do a crossover with the intercontinental breakfast which is a wrestling podcast and since disney have taken over fox and fox now have an investment in WWE, we're just going to do their podcast every week we're practically family <laughs> So keep an eye out for that coming up in the next few weeks. But we're just going to kind of stick to what we've been doing with our trip planning for now. And we have a couple questions that we have had come in from people on Instagram. So I'll answer them. But yeah, if you ever do want to send us in a question that we'll include on the show, just send us a DM on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod. And we'll be sure to pop it in and give you a little shout out. Yeah. So I suppose for now, anyways, we should probably get get on with the news. Okay, so to start off the news, we are going to hop over to Walt Disney Studios, where the little, like, uh, it's just about to say cable car show, but that's not what it is. It's not at all. I don't know why I said that. The um, street show that's happening in Walt Disney Studios is being extended until July 4th. So no biz like showbiz is going to be bizzing on. Mm -hmm. If you've ever seen the Citizens of Hollywood in Hollywood Studio, it's basically the Disneyland Paris version of that. This looks so fun. It does look fun. And honestly, I'm a little bit gutted that I don't get to see it. It's probably all in French. You probably won't understand what's going on anyway. Yeah, but it still looks really fun though. No, it does. Yeah, you're right. Like, I'd get involved. I don't have to know what's going on. Just get me to hold something. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know i do that. i just stand there like an absolute lemon holding something being like, sure. <laughs> we had... So, Disneyland Paris last week invited a couple influencers that are part of the inside ears situation over to do it basically looked like a photo shoot for a bunch of merch that they have coming out but on the back of that we've had a couple unofficial announcements yeah come out. yeah it's i definitely put it as unofficial because nothing's been set in stone yeah so we don't have dates or anything like that but it looks like the disneyland railroad is being further delayed hello phantom manor <laughs> And won't be open until next year. Which is really sad because I was really hoping we were going to get to go on it. So did I. Like, why is it closed for so long? Seemingly it's something to do... Now, the the original person that tweeted it didn't give an exact reason. But when somebody asked, like, why is this happening? They said that they think it's to do with the Frontierland Theatre that they're building. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for there to be another theatre. I'm excited for there to be more shows. But gives the, gives the train back... Yeah, I feel like the train is a really important part of Disneyland. Like, the train is a very integral part of that park. And I feel like the longer it's closed in Disneyland Paris, the long, like, it just gets a bit sadder. Yeah, like, we were we were particularly hoping to go on it, mainly because Kate's never been on it. No, <laughs> I haven't. But also, I think it's a good way, especially if you're bringing people that have never been to the park before, which we will be, to kind of sit them on the train, bring them around, and they can get to see... 
each of the lands and they can kind of get to get an idea of where the climate where everything is in the park yeah they can kind of get used to their bearings or whatnot so it's a little bit sad that it's further delayed we again this isn't set in stone we haven't had an announcement from disneyland paris but yeah but the way that disneyland paris deal with all of their other renovations it won't surprise me if we never is. find out <laughs> yeah if we never find out and the, that date in august coming comes and goes and it just is never open it just it doesn't open yeah because it's not updated on the closures oh right okay so it's still now in fairness the closures page only goes to september anyways mm-hmm. but it's not been updated there with any kind of additional dates so who knows i'm sure when it does pop up we'll put up on the instagram or mention it one thing while i think about it we did have a promo video come out about Autopia, the cars. Oh, I completely forgot about that. And yeah. for that reopening in September, did they change them to electric cars? No. No. No, they did not. They painted. Like, it's a two and a half minute video about, ooh, we painted this. Ooh, we put this much concrete in. Ooh, we laid a new track. <laughs> Did you change the cars though? No, not at all. Like, they just smell so bad. But it's like they're doing so many things. They're getting rid of the single-use plastic bags. They're getting rid of straws. They're getting rid of the little individual mini toiletries in the hotels. All in this grand effort to help the environment. But let's put the, like, fume-inducing cars back on. Yeah. Back out for people to use. Like... How difficult would it have been to do electric cars on that? I think it would have looked cooler as well. I just feel like the recent expansions of Discoveryland, yeah. i.e. with the new Star Tours bit and the Darth Vader encounter, like that's all relatively new. And Buzz is also relatively new to Disneyland Paris. Like it's all very, it's moving in a more futuristic manner than like old futuristic, do you know what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense. And I just feel like if you'd have moved on to electric cars, is Autopia sponsored by a car company? I don't think so. Because I feel like that's a big miss for, oh, who does the big electric cars? Chevrolet do, Chevrolet sponsor Test Track in Disney World, but I don't know. I don't think anybody sponsors it in any of the other Disney parks either. Yeah, I feel like someone who's big into their... Should have got Tesla in there, it'd be great. Yeah, literally, like, I feel like it's a big opportunity lost for even Disney to be like, look... We'll, we'll turn these imagine, into your cars. Imagine zipping around Disneyland Paris in a little a, Tesla. A Tesla. <laughs> be cute. That'd be good. So, yeah. Just killing the environment bit by bit. Good job, DLP. Hey. On brighter news, Hopefully. and happier news for me, Disneyland Paris have announced that they will be releasing more spirit jersey colours starting next year. There will be new colours every quarter. Yeah, which is very, very exciting. Again, this hasn't been 100% confirmed by any means but they have only really had the classic black one and then they got rid of the millennial pink one and just replaced it with with rose gold gold. yeah but there's seemingly going to be potentially some attraction based ones as well which if i can get a phantom manor spirit jersey give me a ratatouille one yeah or a tower of terror one is there not a tower of terror one and no people keep telling me this it doesn't exist I just would have assumed it. I think I think two separate people have told me to get the Tower of Terror one, but I don't think it's a thing. But yeah, seemingly the, there's potentially going to be some attraction-based ones as well, which even if they came out with a Phantom Manor one, which was the exact same as the Haunted Mansion one, but just said Phantom Manor, I'll still buy it. Yeah, I really want the yellow one. I'm hoping the they bring the so yellow pretty. one. Um, I really love that, yeah. Like when I started buying Spirit Jerseys, I think I just bought the black one. Well, I bought the black one. I got someone in Disney World to get me the black one. And I think I was like, cool, great. I have a spirit jersey. I own, I now own like six. I'm currently wearing one. Yeah. So I think like that's it. I think I'm just hooked now. I think that's, I think I need all of them. Yeah. I mean, we still both have two that the lovely Emily picked up for us in oh, Disney I'm getting, World. I'm getting them on Thursday. <laughs> so excited. So you can have yours next week. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of a case of whenever we know someone's going to the state, well, whenever you know someone that's going to the state, you're yeah. like, hey, Sinead, spirit jersey? And I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what's, what's new? Absolutely. It's just, it is, and I know people always refer to it as the Disney fan uniform. It totally is. And I'm totally okay with that. And I, do you know what? Sometimes I think it helps with Disney blues. Yeah. Like if you're feeling just like, like you, this is a sad thing, but like when people get Disney blues, like if I put on my spirit jersey and watch a Disney vlog, it does help. Does it up your spirits? 
Oh, absolutely. That's the thing, though. It really does. Like, a re- like I know they're spiritualities yeah. because they came from American colleges yeah. that would use them as, like, college things to, like, show their spirit. But it really is, like, a... This is how much I am involved in the Disney cult. Yeah. Here's my symbol. Yeah. For context, I'm wearing the Hocus Pocus one from Walt Disney World last year. And it's my fave. I really like that one as well. It's so cute. It's got a little Thackeray Binks on the back. How could I not love it? Yeah. I'm really glad that I got that one as well. I remember thinking about it and I was like, do I need it? And I was like, I think I just really like it. Oh yeah. I think I like the back. Yeah. Me too. I think it's funny. Anyway. So yeah. Really exciting. Uh, in saying that, I don't know if I'm going to be going back to Disney Paris next year. <laughs> I wasn't think I wasn't wholly thinking of it, but now I'm like, well, if you're going to be bringing out spirit jerseys, and we've told Amy, we'll go back with her. Oh yeah, so we'll have. I'm going to gonna find, be going back at least once. We'll have to find some time to go. Um, so yeah, that's everything for spirit jerseys. Well, just quickly, I wonder why it's taking them so long. Like, why does it take Disneyland? But like, Disney World and Disneyland in California pump them out constantly. Like, there is constantly a new spirit jersey showing up. Why is it why why is it so difficult for DLP to get anything other than black and rose gold? I think there's just something about DLP that makes it like it's like the estranged cousin. So like if Disneyland California is like the big big sister, let's say, and then I I know like not in size, but like and then Disney World is like the younger brother by like a year, let's say. So it's like still accomplishing quite a lot, but like his sister's always just there. And then I feel like Disneyland Paris is like that weird cousin they see once a year. They eat paste. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's why. Yeah, it's just a bit weird. And I just, I don't, I think, I, like I do think it is getting better. Like I think it's an accomplishment for DLP, the fact that they sell spirit juices at all. True. That they have their even, own. It's even just the case of, look at how many spirit jerseys Shop Disney UK have brought out in the past couple months. You can get Mickey ones, Minnie ones, there's a Donald one, yeah. there's that Americana one, there's Stitch, there's loads of them. Yeah, absolutely. And DLP still have two that they can't keep in stock. Like you don't, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you beyond me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, you yeah. don't know. Maybe this is what they were waiting for though. Maybe they wanted to make sure that they had... But maybe that was also a big issue because a lot of the ones in Disney World, are like the, the attraction ones, mm. a lot of them aren't attractions that are in DLP. So like Haunted Mansion, Tiki Room. Um, Pirates is. I like the Pirates one. If we get the Pirates one in Paris, I'm going to get it. I wonder if it'll have the French name of rides. See, that's the thing as well. See, a lot of them are in French. Mm. So it's a big cultural thing. So I'm wondering where they're just holding back on it all because they couldn't just pump out the exact same thing. And I know the Disneyland Paris always do like to be a little bit different, even though it's now not majority owned by yeah. that other company whose name I can't remember. It is majority owned by Disney now. It was majority owned by one person, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was one person, wasn't it? Yeah. Because in Japan, it's the brew group. Like, they're a group of thingies. But yeah, it was just that one guy. But now that they are majority owned by Disney, like, it is slowly coming into it. But I'd say other shareholders still are like, yeah. no, we're French. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have some nice ones come out. I'm really hoping for a Ratatouille one. I think that would be such a nice Disneyland Paris one to have. That might also be an upcoming design because they're going to release Ratatouille in Epcot in 2021. Yeah, 2021 for the 50th. Yeah, so like that could also be just like a design that they yeah, are true. working on anyway. Very true. So moving on from spirit jerseys, but still on merch. So... A lot of the Toy Story 4 merchandise has been released. And then we also had some details come out in... Now, I had to come through in one of the annual pass holder emails that they send out. So, Bo Peep will be available for meet and greets in Toy Story Land from the 18th to the 28th of June. A whole whopping 10 days. I thought she was going to be there for, like, the summer. So did I. 10 days. Or at least for the full, like, amount of time that the movie's in the cinema. Like, when's it released? It's released on the 21st of June. So it's bang smack the middle of those meet and greet days. Yeah. But, like, why create... Like, why go to the effort of bringing the characters to the park for 10 days? It seems bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. They've also announced there's going to be Fix Up Forky with your playful new Forky scavenger hunt. So there's going to be a new app released. When I went into, when I clicked into the email, and it brought me to the Disneyland Paris website and it just said, new app coming soon, which oh. will be available for both Android and Apple products. Ooh. But yeah, so keep an eye out for familiar places and objects around Toy Story Playland and Walt Disney Studios. Then use them and our new app to bring wa- to bring wacky new friend Forky to life. You may win one of 40 
Forktastic Prizes. 40 Forktastic Prizes? Yeah. Wow. It's very difficult to say. It is, isn't it? Trace. So, yeah. I suppose we'll have some more announcements about that. It sounds fun. I hope Disneyland Paris is kind of dipping their toe into getting the Disney Parks Play app. Yeah. Because that looks quite fun. Uh, so recently with the opening of Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland, uh, Disneyland California, we've seen a lot more use of the Parks Play app or Play Parks, whatever the app is. And it is doing really well in Galaxy's Edge because uh, over the past week I've been able to see a lot more full length vlog videos and not just the snippets that have been coming out so i'm getting to see like a lot of longer experiences and the queue for smugglers run has tons like tons of those little scanner things where you can like play games see what's inside them and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and i do think it's a really good like i feel like that's what the parks play app is meant to be for yeah and not just playing like a stupid little diddly game in a in a key ride for like an hour and a half that's what people were complaining about that the that the games yeah. were crap basically and that they were like no fun but i think in the i think galaxy's edge is so immersive that the parks play app is doing much better because you get your little keypad translator thing mm. and it can also translate the Arabesh. Yeah, the Arabesh as well, which is also great. Like, <laughs> this guy put it in. He was like, okay, I'm going to figure out what he says. And he was like, it says caution! Like, he was so excited that the, that the door said caution. That's he was so like, funny. I figured it out! So, like, even, like, really simple things like that, I think shows that they actually know what they should be doing with it now. Yeah. So, hopefully, it will get better. Yeah. And hopefully, this will be a version of the Parks Play we'll Because... In Disneyland Paris, in Crush's Coaster, there's a game you can play in the queue. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, it's because we never go on Crush. No, I, yeah, no, because I've only ever queued for Crush twice. Mm. And both times I've been like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Same. What, I've only been on Crush twice? Mm. Wahoo! Sinead. It's like we're similar people. Don't mind. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it for the Toy Story merch that we were talking about. A lot of Toy Story merch actually, by the way, is merch that's already available in the Disney store and has been available in Disneyland Paris for a while. That's the thing, because, like, Toy Story does, like, the characters don't really, like, change outfits or anything like that, so there's only so... It's only really the additional characters. I'm just saying, if Forky is not a great character, I am annoyed. I feel like Forky's going to be a... I, I, I hope he's not, but I feel like Forky's going to end up being a bit like Pua. And BB90. Yeah. Like, really hyped up and then hit it for about 10 seconds. I just... But they're really, really, really pushing him. Like, everything is Forky-based. Like, everything oh, in the yeah. parks is Forky-based. It's like Forky's thing and hunt. Like, a, uh, uh, there was... It was Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. Yeah, had, had that, that big giant one. Yeah, like the big blow-up one. I'm like, this is all very heavily Forky-based. There was a meet-and-greet with Woody the other day, and he had a Forky. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's a lot. It's just, it's just a lot. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out soon enough. I'm excited. When's it? 21st. What's Next the date today? The 10th? 11 days. Oh, okay. It's out in 11 days. Exciting. I'll probably see it either the first or the second day it comes out, so. Yeah, same. Well, maybe. We'll see. But yeah, we'll definitely see it within the first week anyway. It's not going to be one that I'm going to just leave on the long finger to watch. I will probably see it within the first week. So we'll definitely get back to you on how crap Forky is. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's it for Disneyland Paris news. It was a slightly snow... Snow? It was snow good. <laughs> it has been a bit slower recently. I, I would assume it's only just because it's getting into the summer. Yeah, and I feel like they don't... And they announced so much earlier in the year. Yeah, I feel like that they don't announce many things during the summer because summer's their busy time. Mm. And it's not really time to be bringing out new things. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a bit bit of snow... Oh, a bit of a slow news week for Disneyland Paris. So now we're going to move stateside, as we do, and talk about Disneyland. Yeah. And some more things that they're doing to get people away from galaxy's edge but even still like the wait times in disneyland are still not that bad yeah that's because no one's going there Uh, are we the only sad people that check wait times every so often no but also there's a guy we have on instagram who's a cast member in galaxy's edge and apparently there was a full blockout put on for disneyland cast members but then it got lifted like two days later because they were like oh actually nobody's in the park that's a very valid point actually because i think unless you have the highest level of pass on your annual pass, I think annual pass holders are blocked out until, I don't exactly know when, but I think it's until the four-hour thing is lifted. Yeah. So, like, I know that... So that's probably why it's quiet. Yeah, but I know that all the all the cast members were blocked out. Yeah. Because, obviously, as, a, like, a precaution mm. for Galaxy's Edge, 
And I presume just like they were like, oh, well, loads of more people are going to be here because of Galaxy's Edge. And when their four hours are up, they're going to need to go somewhere else. Mm. But apparently within like three or four days, they all got an email that said this has now been lifted. I'd say it's probably a case of a lot of people are saying they don't want to pay to go into Disneyland if they can't get into Galaxy's Edge. So they'd rather wait until wait, they can yeah. do both together, which is completely, completely yeah. fair. I'd pretty much do the same. Yeah. But to bring back to the start of my point, yeah. that Disneyland Forever Fireworks have returned Woo-hoo. to Disneyland California, which seems to be like, I don't think I've ever seen videos of it, but now I want to. It's like a completely immersive fireworks show. And there is pyro, there's fireworks, there's projections down the main, down the main street, down main street on all of the shop uh, facades. It just looks great. In fairness, Disneyland tend to do that because I know they had the Mickey's mixtape thing. Come on everybody, get your ears on. It's a good, 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 good time. Love that song. But they had projections, I think, on Main Street for that as well. They do Disneyland. Maybe it's just because they don't have a lot of surface area on the castle. I don't know. But they tend to do that a lot. But I know that's now gone and Disneyland Forever originally came out for the 60th anniversary of Disneyland and everybody loved it I haven't watched it in a very long time but it's a good fireworks show yeah apparently people are very excited about it it's good I like it speaking of things that I love though Haunted Mansion oh not quite but close oh the Villains After Hours events started in Walt Disney World last week and they look fab it's basically Halloween in June Have you watched the Tim Tracker video where Jen's like, yeah. everything else cancelled. It's Halloween now. I was like, yes. Yeah, I was like, whoa, all right then. Okay. It looks so fun. The food looks really interesting, although all the queues for the food looked ridiculous. The queues for everything looked pretty long. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty much the same as Halloween. It's just, it bit, only has Maleficent instead of Boo to You. Yeah, it's a bit, I feel like it's slightly lower key than Halloween. Yeah, a little bit. And it's a bit kind of... And there's no trick-or-treating. Yeah, and it's a bit darker, but... As in, like, moodier, not, like, light-wise. Yeah, sorry. It's a bit more emo, <laughs> shall we say. Yeah, exactly. But it looks super fun. Like, the weird, like, crazy DJ on the castle looks fun. Love seeing Megara and Hades Yeah, that actually looks pretty cool. Like, <gasps> Hades it. doesn't look awful either. I feel like Hades is a very difficult character no. to get right. Exactly. And there was also a face character for Jafar. That never happens. No, yeah, no. It was good. He looks so much better than the, like, creepy one that you normally get. And then, I love how they're just like, and what, they're like, well, we're not going to make a whole parade just for an after hours. They're like, ah, sure, we'll just wheel Maleficent round. And it's like, it's perfect. But that's exactly, it's such a good use of what they already have. Yeah. Because, like, people love Maleficent. And also, this is the first time Maleficent, like, the dragon. To be honest, when I was watching that Tim Dracker vlog, I was confused until we realised that it was Maleficent the dragon, not just Maleficent. Because he was like, oh, Maleficent's just walking around the, the, oh. the what's it called, the hub. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He was like, yeah, it's the first time we're going to see her at night. And I was like, what? And then he was like, yeah, and she's going to be breathing fire. fire. And I was like, what? <laughs> That was one serious <laughs> casting call they put out there. <laughs> and then I realised it's the Maleficent dragon. It's so like the steampunk thing that's in the parade. Yeah. So she's at, at night time. She's basically just repeatedly breathing fire, which is what everyone wants when they see Maleficent in the mm-hmm. parade. But yeah, giving the people what they want. Yeah. I will say, and this is a really weird thing to be paying attention to, but the person that like navigates Maleficent's tail, I much prefer the Disneyland Paris one. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like we always have like a little gal pal moment. Hey. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Because everyone else is like, oh, don't come near me. And I'm like, hey, friend. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because the one in, Dis- in Disney World is just a bit boring. Oh, like their garb. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just a bit dull looking. I like, I like the Disneyland Paris tail, we- tail waver. He's a good, he's a good egg. We, we friends. But yeah, it looks really cool. The merch looks great. I want all of the Hades things. Yeah, so there is a select few items that are available just for the After Hours event. Mainly apparel. Yeah, but then a lot of the items that they had there are stuff that you can buy. Yeah. Any true. time of the day. But it was it was good. For, it's, I like that they're starting to hone in on what people want. Yeah, I think they've taken a nod from... So Disneyland California do the After Hours events as well. But they do themed ones. Mm. So, like, they did a 90s one where it was, like, 
Chippendale, but they're dressed in their rescue rangers outfits. Cool. There was people from Tailspin. You oh, can meet yeah, Max that, yeah. in his Powerline yeah. outfit, stuff like that. So rather than it just being, hey, you can come into the park cool yeah it's more so they make it as more of a kind of a spectacle so i like that they're starting to do that a bit more and i mean i'm always happy to start halloween in june how could i not be yeah so that's it for park news yeah so the frozen 2 trailer was released this week and it is it's very moody it's very moody it's like it's it's like i actually don't even know what to equate it to i presume it's gonna be Oh, do you know what I can equate it to is when the Cars 3 trailer came out. Do you remember ever seeing the Cars 3 trailer? No. Nope. I thought you mightn't have <laughs> as soon as I said that out loud. But if, I'm sure some of you have. If you've seen the Cars 3 trailer, when that one first came out, it was all very sad and depressing. And it was oh, Lightning and McQueen. Just, yes, I It have was Lightning McQueen yes. just like rolling in the air. And you're like, oh, he's dead. And it was all very depressing. I wonder, is it going to be like that? Because that movie was actually quite funny and quite happy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I mean... So if you've seen the Frozen 2 trailer, it's basically Elsa battling something. Yeah. And then possibly going to another world. I don't know why, but it just made me think of, you know... (laughs) And this is a really stupid thing that it reminded me of. Because you know when she's like... You can hear this like banging of like whatever this thing she has to go face is. You know that scene in Hercules where there's all the Titans and they're like... Kill Zeus. <laughs> it just reminded me of that, and I was just like, imagine her just going like. <laughs> so yeah, it seems very ominous. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. They were always going to have a difficult time making following a Frozen, trailer, making a second trailer, making a second Frozen. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. I I'm also intrigued to see if I actually end up liking this because. Are you I, still too scarred from the first Frozen? Yeah, I feel like I am. From, like, working. Yeah. no, Yeah. Because whenever I watch... I know I wasn't there for when Frozen first came out, but I worked for the relaunch, and they played the soundtrack during the relaunch, and they also played the soundtrack during that Christmas. And any... Like, I still like Frozen. It, like, I don't hate it that much, because I loved Frozen before I worked in the store. And I remember seeing Frozen and losing my mind over it. Like, I... I made my parents go and buy it on a DVD. That's how much I liked it. But now when I watch Frozen, I have to skip through, let it go. I actually can't watch it. If I had a euro for every time I've heard let it go... Oh, you'd be rich. I could at least spend a week in the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. At least. Yeah, you could. Because it'd be in the theatre. Do you want it in 25 languages? Do you want to sing along? Do you want Demi Levato on the, in the <laughs> speakers? And then you'd have kids just singing it. The worst was when it would come on in the oh. store naturally and then someone would put on the 25 languages one in the theatre. And you'd actually feel like you, you were losing your mind. Worse was when one was five seconds after the other. Steven der It's just awful. But anyway, yeah. So Frozen 2, that's the first trailer we've seen. It's the first full-length trailer, so I have a feeling we're going to get at least two more before the movie comes out. But it comes out this year, and it comes... No, it comes out next fall. year. Is it this year, fall? Or next year, fall? This year, fall. I thought it was, but then I got confused. Be a bit early. So it was next year. <laughs> That's what I was like, yeah. I so ass- it does come out. Yeah. yeah. I assume because the animation thing that's going to be opening for Frozen in Walt Disney Studios is coming out in November time... I would imagine they're going to come out roughly around the same time. Yeah, because if it's fall... Oh, it's going to be a Thanksgiving movie in... I presume it's going to be a th- th- yeah, Thanksgiving probably. movie in America then, and then we'll yeah. get it pretty close. Take it from somebody that had to work for the first Frozen. If you know a kid that is going to want anything to do with Frozen for Christmas, buy it before the movie comes out. Yeah, though Disney Store will get product in a, at least a month before the movie comes out. Buy it then. <laughs> Keep your receipt. You have 30 days to bring it back. Yeah. And don't shout at your cast members and tell them that you're ruining a kid's Christmas. Ah. No. No, no. They're not. Don't be that person, Linda. <laughs> it's not their fault that you failed to buy presents in advance. That co- that covers everything. That covers any time during Christmas. Not just Frozen. But if you hop into the Disney store a week before Christmas and they don't have the things you want and the size you want, don't you dare shout at those cast members. They yeah. are doing their best. Unless you're a deaf man that wants a droid, then Kate might find one for you. Stop it. Right. And then the other... <laughs> and then the other trailer that was released actually a couple of weeks ago, um, I put it up on the... I talked about it on our story, was the Onward trailer, which is the newest Pixar movie that's going to be coming out. It's got Chris Pratt and Tom Holland in it. There was this whole thing that people were really excited that they were going to be gay, but they're brothers. So, 
people can put that one away in a drawer. I really don't know how I feel about this. No, neither do I. I don't really... I'm also very confused because it's the same font as Frozen. It is. Yeah, you're right. And I, yeah, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. It doesn't feel like a Pixar movie. No, it doesn't feel like a Pixar movie at all. It looks like a DreamWorks movie. Do you know what, Sinead? You literally just hit the nail on the head with all of my opinions. Thanks. So, yeah, it's nothing special about the trailer to be honest it's a bit shrek yeah i think that's shrek it's because they look kind of like ogres i think Mm. that's why they look kind of like the trolls from frozen except if they were taller yeah maybe it is maybe that's why it's the same font as frozen maybe anyway it's like they're in this fairy tale land but they have modern technology basically from what i can tell yeah it's like fair it's literally like shrek where they're all like the three little pigs and blah blah blah, but they have modern technology of like smartphones and planes and all sorts of stuff yeah Um, don't get me wrong pixar have not done me wrong yet no even the good dinosaur was an amazing like even the animation the good dinosaur really set it apart from everything else so i'm sure the onward will be a great movie and i will probably love it because i love everything pixar make yeah this trailer just didn't really grab me and i was so excited about it yeah, I, it just left me a bit perplexed. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll let it speak for itself. We will, we will, we will. So that's pretty much everything for the news, except... Well, today's Tuesday, Sinead. You know what that means. So this week for Guest Star Tuesday, we had Milo Thatch and Princess Kida from The Lost World of Atlantis. Dun, 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 dun. I've said that backwards, definitely Atlantis, The Lost World, but here we are. <laughs> the Lost World of Atlantis. Uh, I actually have never seen Atlantis. I'm trying to think if I have. I don't know if I have. Do I feel know? like Kiva's going to get really annoyed at me. She seems the type that would really like Atlantis. The robot thingy is Guy's favourite character. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Shout out. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Can you remember his name? Nope. I think he's the character he has on his badge. No idea. I can't remember either. But yeah, so it's really cool, really cool characters. Very rare. This is the most, like, unique characters they've had in the longest time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure Milo was at Fan Days. Yes. But I don't know if Princess Kida was. It's been, like, a year since Fan Days. Wow. And I was really hoping that was going to become a regular, a regular thing. thing. Maybe it was just such a flop. They're still doing that 100 characters thing. True, but it just seems so weird. Like, they made such a big deal out of it. I and actually then, think it like, just... Brought all, like, they brought the Diz over for it and everything. Mm. It just seemed really... I think... Bizarre. It, I think it just didn't work. Yeah. And they were not. like, scrap it. We'll start again. We'll try something new. But either way, pretty cool characters to see. It's nice seeing people that you don't ever yeah, normally exactly, see yeah like even last week we had clarabelle and Hor- and and what is his name horse i can never say his name right we had them last week but they're in the christmas parade so you still see them yeah like with your eyes but these you never see them you have to pay extra to see them yeah. normally no so that's fun i yeah. like it good job guys i think that's it for the news Woo-hoo. so this week we're hopping back on the trip plan and train Choo-choo. so we've pretty much done most of the actual like planning bits like before you go yeah so this is basically this week and next week will probably more so be about kind of tips of how to get the most out of the trip that you've already planned yeah so this week we're going to focus on extra magic time because i feel like a good extra magic time sets your day sets you up for a a good old day in the park and it definitely does because on our last trip because our flight was delayed i think that had a knock-on for how we slept for the next few days because we were just so tired that's it exactly because we just never caught up on ourselves no we were absolutely knackered because we got up at like two and then had all the stuff happen with the flight and getting to paris and then a room being left open a newport bay being rude and all that kind of stuff that by the time we actually eventually got to sleep the next day, even though we did extra magic time, we had to stay up for the Phantom Manor thing. And then Wednesday was the first time we got an actual good night's sleep. Thursday was great. Yeah, Thursday, we started off Thursday really well, but I'm like, we didn't do extra magic time like we usually would. Like, I remember us both going, oh, we'll wake up at half eight rather than being at the park for half eight, which is what you want. And it really did have a massive knock-on effect. It did. Because we got there when everyone else got there. And that's not how we do it. <laughs> no. We get there when it's empty. Yeah. And we're the first in line for everything. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk a little bit about just basically how to make the most of your extra magic time and tips for who you're going with. Like, if it's a family, you're obviously going to want to prioritize other things over what, like, a couple or, like, a group of 20-something-year-olds are going to want to do. Yeah. So, 
I suppose the main thing to note is if you want to get the most out of your Disney day, you're going to have to get up early. Yeah, that's just the way it is. It just, it, it is, it is the way it is. Now, it, everyone does things differently. I'm naturally quite a morning person. And for instance, when I went with Brefney, he is most definitely the polar opposite to whatever a morning person is. And trying to get him out of bed to go to extra magic time was a struggle. <laughs> but he saw the benefit of it, so he wasn't too upset about it. But mercifully, you, who are, you're not generally a morning person, but no. when you're in Disney... I power, with it. I power through. You put up with it. It's because I know in the next 45 minutes I'm going to be like at my happiest place. Yes. So I just sort of like crawl out of bed or more so like roll onto the floor and crawl to the bathroom. Yeah. And then once I'm in the bathroom, I'm good. Yeah. So what time can you get into the park from? Eight o'clock. Yeah. You can get in from eight. Nothing really happens until 8.30. But if you want to be in there like you can be queuing for some of the characters that come out before half eight which just means you're first in line yeah so generally we will aim to try at least be in the disney village usually starbucks by like eight or ten past eight that's generally the way we would do it yeah that's i feel like that's what we're most comfortable with i know with a lot of the dining plans and stuff they include breakfast and i know there's one place on main street and then there's i think only one place in the studios that are open for breakfast i think there's that place in oh but is that not open during extra magic time that place in videopolis that does breakfast they do like a croissant i don't know if that's open during extra magic time i know the place on main street definitely is because me and brefney went there before but personally the way we like to do it is we will generally either bring a breakfast bar with us and forget to eat it, or we'll generally stop in Starbucks and pick up something and a coffee, something that we can eat on the way to the park so yeah. that we're not kind of stopping for too long and pretty much go straight to the park. Because if you're going to take time out at the very start of your morning, the earlier you get in, the more you're going to get done. It just... And, like, the quicker you're going to get through it. Yeah. Because you can just zip, zip, zoom through extra magic time. But as soon as park opens, and it's, like, half an, after, half an hour after park opening, the place just, like, fills. And you're going to be slower getting onto things. So, we don't want to say don't waste your time having breakfast. Hmm. But just use the, use the time you have to your advantage. Yeah, exactly. So, if you're going to... If you definitely need breakfast... Then, like, if you definitely need, like, a full breakfast, get up a little bit earlier and have it then. Like, I know that the breakfast, if you have breakfast in your hotel, I think the first sitting's from, like, 7 a.m. So, if you're having breakfast in your hotel for, like, the buffet or if you're having the club-level breakfast, it is available before extra magic time. So, we really suggest you do that. If you're someone who's fine to get, like, a coffee and a snack in the morning and then maybe eat a light bite before lunch, that's also a really good plan, too. Like... I find that there's certain ways you can do Disneyland. You can either have a massive breakfast that brings you through until dinner, basically, with, like, one snack. Or you can have a really light breakfast and then bring snacks with you and snack throughout the day and then have a big dinner. Yeah. So it all depends. Like, obviously, everyone's different and obviously everyone has different food requirements. But just know that you probably shouldn't waste your extra magic time finding somewhere to have breakfast either get up earlier to have it or wait until extra magic time is over and then go get breakfast when everyone will be going to rides and still getting food. Yeah. But it won't be a dramatic wait for food anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, when we did the Plaza Gardens breakfast, there are two sittings for that. There's one at quarter past eight and then there's one at half nine. I would personally would never do the quarter past eight one because you're just wasting the quietest part of the day. Yeah. On breakfast. on breakfast. Now, granted, you get to meet six characters, but we also went in at half nine when the park was getting busier and met six characters as well. Yeah. But we also got a bunch done, a bunch of stuff done that morning as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I have seen a lot of people do it, and the queues for the breakfast places that are open are usually massive. Yeah. So, yeah. But this is also a really good opportunity as well, if you're trying to do Disney on the cheap, is you can bring breakfast stuff with you. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm actually thinking ahead for our trip in October that if we brought cereal with us and somehow found a way to buy milk or bring UH2, uh, 
if bring milk with us or something i don't know like and chill it when we're there figuring out something i don't know but if you bring cereal or even if you're happy to just munch on dry cereal like granola cereal bring that with you and eat it in your room before you go because especially if you have kids like i know kids some kids like to be up really early if you sit them with their food in front of the tv while everyone gets ready and then they just get dressed while eating their breakfast that's two birds at one stone so if you want to like save money you can bring breakfast with you breakfast bars into the park are always a really good idea for breakfast as well if you want to grab a coffee and then just eat what you have that's also really good yeah so i suppose we should probably cover what is actually open open during extra magic time extra magic time so in the studios park it's pretty much everything except for the studio tram tour so there's crush's coaster the flying carpets over Agrabah, Ratatouille, Toy Soldiers Parachute Drop, the Slinky Dog Zigzag Spin, RC Racer, the Twilight Zone, Terror of Terror, and Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. Yes, yeah, so that's it's pretty much everything. You'll find that a lot of people will go into the park, the park, will go into studios and either book it straight for Crush's Coaster or Ratatouille. I feel like mo- most people do Crush though, because for some reason that doesn't have Fast Pass. Even though it's the newest ride that's in studios. Isn't Ratatouille the newest ride that's in studios? Didn't crush this? Oh, did it? Ratatouille's definitely the newest ride in there. Yeah, no, you're right. It's the second newest. Yeah. But it's, it's really new. Like, it's less than five years, I'd say. Yeah. So, like, why didn't they put Fastpass in? That's so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. And because of the way it's done, because because the regular queue is always so long, the single rider queue, people just go into that. Even Like, even if they're in groups of six, they just go into the single rider queue. The single rider queue is never short. It's never shorter. It's always the same. I've seen it longer. I think it's because, like, single rider only really works. On rides at three. Yeah. And rather, oh, and Crush's Coaster is a four-person ride. So you're very rarely going to need a single rider. Yeah. But, like, throughout the day, Crush's Coaster will generally sit at a 70-minute wait. Yeah. Like, for instance, now... Oh, it's closed. The park's closed. Never yeah. mind. But yeah, it'll generally sit at about a 70 minute wait, which is the main reason why we've only been on it twice. Because I don't enjoy it that much either. I think it's a really spinny ride for no reason. Yeah, I agree. If it's quiet when we go, I'll might queue for it. If it's, if it's anywhere under half an hour, I'd probably queue for it. Yeah. But other than that, it's a no go. So yeah, so there are all the rides that are open during Extra Magic Time in Walt Disney Studios. Mm -hmm. And people seem to make really good use of it. We don't think there's any characters that come out in Walt Disney Studios during Extra Magic Time because all of those characters are put on their strict time limits or they're on the Lime Birdie app. And you don't really see characters wandering around Walt Disney Studios unless they're there for a reason. Yeah. It's not really like Disneyland where they might just be walking up and having a random meet and greet. There's only, and even then, it's kind of pretty Seth characters that do that. Occasionally, Sully will do it. Occasionally, Aladdin and Jasmine will do it. And you might get the chipmunks. That's about it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, And then, moving on to, do you have anything else to say about studios? Studios? No, I've never done it. No, actually, neither have I. We're just, we're very much Disneyland people. For extra magic time, we are. I think, like, it's a better use of your time. Oh, yeah. And then for the Disneyland Park in Extra Magic Time, the attractions that are open are Thunder Mesa Riverboat, which is the Molly Brown, Big Thunder Mountain, which didn't used to be. All of Frontierland used to be closed. Mm-hmm. But now, big, you Big Thunder. Uh, Peter Pan's Flight, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, uh, Pinocchio, the Carousel, Mad Hatter's Teacups, Princess Pavilion, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast, Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, Orbitron, and Star Tours. there's actually a lot more on that list than i thought there was open an extra magic time like i knew they were all open but seeing them all in one list is like a lot it's there's most things now in fairness we tend to do the same things in extra magic because it works (laughs) it's a lot of the rides that would traditionally have longer wait longer wait so like i'll only ever do the teacups in extra magic time yeah, because it's a five-minute walk-on. Not yeah. even five minutes. Like, it's literally a walk-on. I remember last time when we had our good morning, they just waited for us to yeah. walk the queue because they were like, look, it's half full. <laughs> yeah. So we same. literally just walked into it. We just walked into Teacup. Yeah, same with Peter Pan's flight. Oh, yeah. I will only, only ever go on Peter Pan's flight if I had a fast pass or in the extra, extra match time. Yeah. But I feel like extra match time is even better than getting a fast pass because I've waited longer with the fast pass than I have for waiting an extra magic time. Yeah. 
Um, same with Carousel. It's a lot of the rides that will fill up with families later in the day. Yeah, because you're just better off getting out of the way. The, yeah, they're pretty much all the rides that are really good for all ages. So as your kids start to get tired, you need a ride that they can just sit on. Yeah. And not be, and just sit on and enjoy. And that is literally the teacups, the carousel, Peter Pan's flight, all that kind of stuff. Although I, like, I genuinely struggle with carousel. I can never get on it. It's so tall. I've only ever been on it once. It's so tall. When he's abandoned me. Look, right. <laughs> I thought there was only two. Mm-hmm. I panicked. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So many years ago. <laughs> Anyways. But it's also, it's a good way of getting the thrill rise thrill rides out of the way so the morning that we was it the morning we did plaza gardens i think it was so the morning we did plaza gardens we were at the park super early and we were both a bit groggy because we traveled the day before and went on big thunder mountain well that'll slap you awake yeah but it's really good because that's sometimes that's what you need like i feel like if you are a person who likes big thunder mountain hyperspace mountain all that kind of stuff if you're up for it then doing them early in the morning is a really good shape because it really does get your adrenaline buzzing. And if you want to be like Disney excited, that's a really good way to like get your hype going. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at 8am in the morning. Oh, big time. (laughs) You can also meet some characters during Extra Magic Time. We couldn't get a concrete list of these. You can always meet Minnie, except for Christmas, then it changes to Marie. Marie. And you can always meet Donald. Yeah. Minnie is, as you go into... Disneyland Paris over on the left hand side as you're facing the castle there's like a little house it's Minnie's house it's literally Minnie's house yeah and she always meets there even if there's a photo if there isn't a photo pass photography there or anything like that she always meets there from half eight so if you get in there and there's nobody queuing up still go queue she will come out she is always there for extra magic time or there's always a character there you'll find that so when you go in on your immediate left and then when you walk down main street down to your immediate left again where that little fountain thing is yeah that's usually where the two characters are going to meet it's usually donald in the end but that's where it is and a massive big tip is if the umbrellas are up and the ropes are out the character is coming yeah don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt what you've read. Know what you're doing. Nobody will queue for those characters straight up early in the morning if nobody else is queuing because people just walk by it. You'll find that in the afternoon, people will start queuing for those type of characters that have specific meet and greet times, like Winnie the Pooh and Peter Pan. They'll start queuing before they come out. Yeah. But you can really get either one of one of those characters out really early in the morning if you're the first one in the queue. Yeah. So if you walk by them at 25 past eight and there's nobody there, yes, you'll be waiting five minutes. Just jump in the queue. But you'll be, but that's it. You're, you're done. You'll just be waiting five minutes and then you're done and out. Yeah. Whereas if you came in at half and Minnie came out then, everyone would go vroom and you might be waiting 45 minutes. Yeah. So we did that with Donald on our last trip. Um, we were waiting. The umbrellas and all that were up. There was, the photo pass photographer wasn't there yet. And Donald certainly wasn't there yet. So everyone was kind of looking at us like we were absolute lunatics. And I was just internally laughing because I knew, I knew Donald was going to come out. So I think we had like 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe. And then we were the first ones to meet us. finished off our coffees. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, two families came to join us as well. I think one of them was like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, Donald. <laughs> but then he came out at half eight on the dot. Yeah. And that was it. We were in and out. Yep. Dead handy. One character that we don't recommend queuing for in extra magic time is Darth Vader. Oh yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Do you know the way Sinead always has gripes at me, right? This one. This is my one. Don't just don't do it. There's it's not worth it. You don't need to either because he'll get to a twenty minute wait at some stage during the day. Yeah. What I would recommend is later in the day. Go get yourself a little fast pass for Hyperspace Mountain or Star Tours. Go queue up, meet Darth Vader, and have minutes. a lovely time. Yeah. And then go on whichever ride you got a fast pass for. Yeah, that's exactly but yeah, it. Don't wait over an hour for Darth Vader in the rain, in the cold, because it's not fun. So cold. I was so cold. It was horrible. I thought my arms were going to fall off. Like, I thought I got in frostbite. Anyway. <laughs> so, what would you prioritise? In extra magic time, I would probably prioritise either Minnie or Donald. Okay. Because depending on when you go, if you want to get them out really early, because nothing else is open that early. So if you're in before half eight, if you're one of the first five people in the queue, it's really, you're not really using any of your time. 
True. I don't think we've ever met Minnie. No, because she's boring. But little girls like Minnie. But Minnie as a character is so boring. She's just like, mm-hmm, 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 I'm cute. And then that's it. And then you get a, and then you can like twirl her dress and stuff. You can twirl, you can twirl dresses together and that's cute. And little girls love her. But as a fun character interaction, I just, uh, I just like, so like, what would you prioritize, Kate? And you're like, to meet Minnie. <laughs> Have you ever done it? No, Minnie's so boring. No, but like for people, I'd, I'd suggest prioritizing one of them. Yeah. Like, because you can't be the first in both of their cues. So if you're, that's what I'm saying. If you're with a lot of little girls, little boys that really want to meet Minnie, then prioritize Minnie. But if you're with someone who wants a bit of crack in the morning, go prioritize Donald. And then I think after that, you want to hit Peter Pan's flight. And then after that, just go for it. Whatever. If you see a five minute wait, just go. Don't even think about it. I think that's the best way to do it. Even if it's a ride, even if you don't even particularly, if teacups isn't your favorite ride ever, doesn't matter. Hop on it. Something to do. You can check it off your list and it'll be fun. If you've never been on the carousel before, but it's a five minute ride, hop on it. But I really do think that Peter Pan's flight is the only thing that gets extortionately high that isn't worth the wait. That you should meet Minnie or Minnie, meet Minnie or Donald, go on Peter Pan's flight, and then whatever is the shortest, do. Fair. I agree. My personal preferred way is, uh-huh. or the way I at least have it in my head, uh-huh. is that generally we go for three nights. So we'll have three extra magic mornings. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So the way I like to have it in my head is one of those is for Donald, because I never want to meet Minnie. So one of them is for Donald. Because she's boring. Hey. (laughs) One of them's always for Donald, and Mm -hmm. I'll have my Donald ears ready for him. One will be a Fantasyland and now Big Thunder morning. Mm -hmm. And then the other will be a Discoveryland morning. Yeah. that's That's also a good way to do it, yeah. I feel like if you do it that way, you're not kind of been like, go this place, go this place. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, by all means, there's only three attractions that I would ever go on anyways in Discoveryland. So, I mean, there's only so long the three of them are going to take you in extra magic time. So by the time you've got that done, you can head over into Fantasyland and Teacups, Carousel, whatever. But I would always start with like Star Tours or Hyperspace for the for the discovery land day and then for the like fantasy land day do peter pan and the big thunder mm-hmm. and then the ones in the middle you can just kind of get on in pick and choose as needs be yeah but again that's me i still i don't know if i would ever prioritize going to studios in the morning i don't oh, go i didn't even think about that yeah it I just don't didn't think cross I my mind it, i think but i think it really all depends on who you're going with because yeah. if you're going with like, um, I don't know, if you're on the group of teenagers, they're probably not going to want to do Peter Pan's flight and the teacups and the carousel. Like, their priorities probably won't land there. Mm. Their priorities will be roller coasters, thrill rides, roller coasters, roller coasters. And if you want to do those, then you hop over to the studios in the morning. Yeah. Like, we might do one morning in studios, depending on what everybody else wants to do, if they want to experience Crush, because... I'm not waiting 70 minutes for Grush. No, and neither are they. I am beyond, beyond that. So who can avail of extra magic time, Kate? So Infinity Pass holders, Magic Plus Pass holders, and if you're staying on site at It Is Not Hotel. Unless you're staying in Davy Crockett or the nature one. I didn't class those as on site. Just, they are still <laughs> Disney hotels, just so not to confuse anybody. The hotels that are like properly on, like properly on site, like you can walk to them. Yeah, true. They get extra magic time. So not David Crockett and not Village Nature, the Pompey Dump, whatever that is. Um, your booking will tell you if you get extra magic time in it and they'll tell you when you check in as well. Yeah, exactly. So when you go into, again, we can only really talk to Disneyland Park because that's the only one we've done. When you go in, there'll be a cast member standing there to check your ticket or check, basically just check that you have availability to go into extra magic time. It's worth noting that if you're an Infinity Pass holder or a Magic Plus or you're considering getting either, you don't get to use the special entrance for that. You just have to go in the regular pleb entrance. Did we figure that out ourselves or did you just know that? No, I knew that. Oh, God. I couldn't figure out if we'd like walked up to it one day and no. it just wasn't open. I asked when I was getting my annual pass. Ah, excellent. Look at you asking all them questions. Seven's getting rolled. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing to just kind of note, it's not anything i suppose necessarily to do with the park but if you like to get pictures around the park if you want to get a picture with castle or anything like that extra magic time is a great time to take a lot of pictures yeah because it is quieter and there's less children around because children sometimes just don't want to get up early and people don't want to haul their kids but it is a really good opportunity to get photos 
it's the quietest that you'll ever get to park. Also worth noting that I've only just remembered now, you can go in the main street vehicles and it's always quieter to go in them then. Oh yeah. And if it's really quiet, like when we went in the morning, they'll be parked up and they're super nice. And I'm like, can I just get a picture? And they're like, sure. You just hop on, get a pic, hop off. Yeah. But they are really cute as well. They're really good photo opportunities. And the horses, I feel like if you like the horses as well, you can like sometimes, sometimes don't just go up and pet the horse. If you ask the cast member, can you pet the horse? I always feel like more people do that in the morning because there's less people around. So the horse is less spooked. Well, not less spooked, isn't spooked at all. And I feel like that's a good time if you want to maybe say hi to the horsies. Yeah. Which is always fun. But I suppose the main kind of, to sum up the whole point of this is make the most of extra magic time. Because if you have a really good extra magic time, you get to do all the rides you want to do. You get to meet a character or something like that. It really does set you up for a more positive day because I know especially with us if we've say got four or five rides under our belt or we've met Donald and done a couple of rides or been able to take pictures or stuff like that that puts us in such a good mood and we feel like we've already done a lot that even if it does get really really busy in the rest of the day we're kind of like oh well we've already done loads yeah but the problem was then when we went because we didn't get those mornings the way we wanted to the day just sort of unraveled really badly so we really do think that extra amount of time is where your day can start at its best. Exactly. So we have a couple <laughs> questions that have come in from some lovely people on Instagram. So wow. I know. So That's the first nice. one came from Kate McLaughlin, who used to work with both of us in Disney. Mm-hmm. And she asks, what apps do you guys download before going to Disney? Uh, we download the Disneyland Paris app. Mm-hmm. The Line Birdie app. Yes. The I download the Magic Park app. Yeah. I say this. I have them on my phone all the yeah, time. Yeah, same. Mine are still there. Like, I can check wait times whenever I want. <laughs> and I won't lie, I do. Yeah. There's every so often. I'm like, I wonder how busy it is in Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I move them to, like, a more prominent place on my home screen. Yeah, they all go to my home screen. Like, yeah. my very front page. Like, they don't fit in with my system. But it's fine because they're, they're just there and they're easy to access. More easily accessible. So, yeah. Those three apps. If you have an iPhone, Magic Park is something I would definitely recommend having. It's just a really easy way of making note of what rides are your favourites. So you can really easily check. Everything's colour-coded by how busy it is. So it's either green, orange or red. Would definitely recommend it. Also, if you're on Twitter or if you're not on Twitter, get on Twitter and follow EG92 and put on their post notifications. Because they will Absolutely. pop up on your phone immediately as soon as the characters are out or as soon as you to find out that they're out yeah absolutely that's something that i always recommend to people even if you don't have twitter even if you don't really care about using twitter set up an account just to follow to you instead of post notifications because if there's random characters that you want to meet that's your best bet for being able to meet them because that's the only reason that we ended up meeting Flynn and Rapunzel. Yeah, pretty much. So they're the... That's pretty much all the apps we have downloaded. One that I'd suggest um, is also some form of weather app because checking the weather while you're there and forecasting to see what the weather's going to be like eight hours from when you enter the park, that's also really important too because you'll need to know whether you need to bring a jacket or do you need to factor in time in the afternoon to go back to your hotel to change or whatever or get a jumper because maybe the first half of the day is really warm so you don't even want to be chugging a jumper around. Yeah. Do you want to factor that in? What do you want to do? So yeah, that's what we'd suggest you have ready before you get there. Exactly. So the next one came from pizza.planet.pin.collectings. They don't have a name on their page. Okay. But they've asked what our favourite Disney ride is. Uh, my favourite ride is Tower of Terror. And mine is Phantom Manor slash Haunted Mansion. But yeah, we both um, have different priorities in terms of... We're both a bit on the spooky spectrum though. Yeah. I think I just love Tower of Terror so much because of the drop ride and because of the thrill. I just enjoy it a lot. I feel like it's spooky, but not too spooky. I think that's why I like it. I just like as spooky as I can get. Yeah, there you go. And then the lovely Chris. Hi, Chris. Chris is a good idea. Oh my God, Chris. Chris. It's Father's Day this weekend. I hope they got you a mug. Yeah, happy Father's (laughs) Day, Chris. Happy Father's Day to all the Disney dads. Yeah, but I just remembered as soon as you said it, I hope they bought you a new mug. Yeah, let us know. And it's big. Yeah. So Chris has asked what our views were on Aladdin if we've seen it. I have not seen it. Neither have I. I don't want to like it. I'm not going to lie. But, but, my sister has seen it and she loved it. My sister hate mo- hates movies. She hates sitting through movies. She can't do it. They're too long. She doesn't like them. Okay. She just, movies aren't just something she likes. Okay. 
loved Aladdin. Love it. She wants to go see it again. I've heard, I have heard really, really good things about it. Personally, I am yet to really like any of the live action movies. Mm-hmm. I haven't been fond of any, any of, of them. them. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably watch it. Maybe if it gets to, um, Dundrum do this thing where they do like, uh, the, uh, the 11s and they're five euro in. If it gets to one of those, I'll probably go to it then when it's cheap or a kids club because they're like 350 for those tickets. But otherwise, I'll just wait till it comes out later. But Ellen loved it. But she listened. She was like, made us play the uh, Friend Like Me, but Will Smith's version. Hmm. And it, I just, that's the only song I've listened to from the live action soundtrack. Yeah. And it just didn't have the same punch as yeah. the original. And so I was listening to it and I was like, it's, it feels like it's missing something. And then when you listen to the original one by Robin Williams, I'm like, that's it. That has everything you want. But yeah. Ellen disagreed. She thought that the new one was better. So Is it because she's that bit younger and she yeah. doesn't have that emotional attachment to it? I think so. But also just, I feel like the original just sounds like a better song. Yeah. I feel like the one that Will Smith has done is very poppy. Okay. When it shouldn't be. But from what I've heard, it is basically a carbon copy of the cartoon, just in live action. They haven't really changed anything. Yeah. It's apparently, it's like word for word the same, give or take a few. So we have not seen it, but if we do, or when we do, um, I'll definitely put something up on the story. One thing I did see about it, which I loved, which is totally not to do with the movie really, I suppose at all. But I saw from the premiere in LA, there was these two little girls in oh, the like fan area uh-huh. and Will Smith like stopped by and was like chatting to them and seeing if they were excited for the movie and if they liked Princess Jasmine and one of them was like oh Jasmine's my favourite he was like oh d- did you get to see her and they were like uh, no and he was like oh well come on then and he just like takes these two little girls by the hand and like walks them down the, re- the I think it was a purple carpet to go meet Princess Jasmine he like yeah. checks with the mom he's like is it okay if I bring them to meet Jasmine I'm just like Will Smith your national treasure yeah no, he is actually such what a, a good egg yeah pretty cute but yeah and then we had one final question from the lovely Brethney. Oh, I no, I stopped thinking about this. I don't I still don't know my answer. So Breth has asked three unusual characters to lead a parade about the history of Disney parks and why. I don't know. This is such a complicated question. I'm not a master student. Okay. I feel like this would be I feel like that's the title of someone's masters. <laughs> They're I've thought of two people, so maybe if I discuss my two, maybe I'll it'll understand. help me come up with a third. Yeah. So I kind of took it as characters that are very Disney parks. They're not necessarily people that are in movies or anything like that, although they could be. But it's mainly characters that you would associate with the park. So, for instance, the two that I've picked, the first one is the redhead. I feel like the redhead is such a Disney parks staple. Like, if you're a Disney Parks fan, you know who the redhead is. Pirates of the Caribbean was an opening day Disney attraction. It's such a, like, staple. It's an animatronic, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like mm-hmm. the redhead yeah. is a real, kind of sums up a lot of what Disney is. It's a dark ride. It's a boat ride. Also, because she went through that, like, not cultural change, but, like, time change of not being the slave to being, when they changed that whole thing, because they were like, well, this isn't keeping with the times anymore. Let's stop selling women. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that they did it and I like the updated redhead but there's so many other things in so many other rides that have issues like oh don't get me wrong I love Splash Mountain but we're, we're really just gonna leave a ride theme to Song of the Safe okay cool lovely yeah but the redhead was oh no wasn't her choice like <laughs> this true this true and then the other character that I've picked is Madame Leota mm-hmm. yeah is anyone surprised probably no. not but again, I feel like Haunt Mansion, Phantom Manor, it's such a staple and it's a favourite of a lot of people when it comes to Disney that I feel like she'd be quite a cool character to have. Also, there's a lot of the other characters in the Haunt Mansion show up in like the Booty You Parade and stuff like that. Yeah. But you don't really ever see stuff to do with Madame Leota, so I think she'd be cool. You could like do a real interesting float with her. Yeah, you could. Hmm. Has it helped you think of anybody? Yeah. Oh, I've got one. Okay. Well, there are four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Dapper Dance. Oh, yes. I love the... Oh, I love the Dapper Dance. Like, if the Dapper Dance were in a parade, I think everyone would get it. Yeah. And if they had their own float, everyone would get it. Oh, yeah. Like, I I know they're not in Disneyland Paris, but I feel like people still know who they are. 
and people still get their like what's what I'm looking for get their jam mm. get their get the aesthetic of them. aesthetic yeah exactly so the Dapper Dance smile I agree because I feel like they're such a Disney staple especially well, more so stateside but like they're just there and they mean they mean Disney I agree very good thanks for the very overly complicated breath God. over complicated breath <laughs> Thank you for the very overcomplicated question, Breffney. We appreciate it. Always count on you. So, I think that's everything for this week. Yeah. Good. Wasn't too much. Wasn't too little. Yeah. If you have any other questions about anything, really, just pop it over to us. We will be sure to give you a shout out on the podcast. We hope you guys have had a lovely week and are having a fabulous weekend or wherever, whenever you happen to be listening to this. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to all the Disney dads. Yeah. And good morning. Bye. Bye.